I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. Let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart. And close your eyes, well, unless you're driving or operating some kind of machinery. So take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your past go, and let your worries go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe. All is well, and so it is. So take another deep breath in, and exhale out loud with a sigh. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to To Be Honest. And today's topic is self-reflection. And once we are done, you will know why it is so important to practice self-reflection. Self-reflection is a skill. It is the ability to be aware of yourself. It is a particular kind of awareness that is applied to yourself on many levels, such as physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. So, when we engage in self-reflection, we are developing what is known as an inner witness. This is the ability to look at yourself, even your own thoughts, and even what is beneath the thoughts and emotions. From a slight distance, it's almost like peering at your image in the mirror. Except that the potential and importance of self-reflection goes much deeper than your outer 
appearance. Self-reflection invites us to detach ourselves from certainties and to question rigid ideas. In turn, it reminds us that we are free beings, people with the ability to be independent when making decisions. Now, few dimensions of personal growth favor such an intimate and full connection with one's inner self. Self-reflection helps us to ask ourselves what we really want out of life and what it is that gives us happiness, fulfillment, and purpose. Maybe you have heard a number of personal development gurus or experts call self-reflective consciousness the art forgotten by psychology. Now, this is for a very、uh, good reason. I'm sure you will agree with me. Our society has reached a point where it is much easier to blame bad fortune or other people for what happens to us. Just in the past two years, even our politicians and world leaders are doing just that. Instead of this, we should have the courage or the psychological capacity to realize that much of what happens to us is a consequence of our own actions, whether these are avoidable or not. It somehow reminds me of a Confucius quote: "Life is very simple, but we insist on it being complicated." Unquote. Somehow, if I feel miserable, it's because my partner doesn't know how to make me happy. Not having any friends that I can trust is because everybody is selfish, and if I fail an exam over and over again, it's because the teacher has it in for me. If I cannot free myself from unhappiness and frustration for a single day, it's because the world doesn't appreciate what I am worth, etc., etc. You get the picture. I am sure you have heard people say that we need to always find a cause for everything that happens, or look for someone to blame. Now we may have this from friends, relatives, colleagues, or classmates. To be honest, dysfunctional problems in families can be put down to losing the art of self-reflection. Not to mention the breakdown of most interpersonal relationships and conflicts that arise to lacking self-reflection. I believe we can say that self-reflection is a trip to our inner self in order to achieve overall well-being. To be honest, my audience. How many of us have, at some point or another, said to ourselves, "I just have to travel. I have got to get away. I must cross my own personal borders to get to know myself, to find myself." Well, little by little, we'll realize we don't really need to change our physical location in order to find that true version of ourselves. The truth is that wherever we go, there we are. Without practicing self-reflection, we will always remain the same. So, what am I saying here? Knowledge is found inside us and comes directly from self-reflection. 
Having said that, it's good to remember that this ability isn't learned overnight. It's a process of growth where we can see our reality through different windows, where we can ask ourselves challenging questions that will open our minds. This will help us to question everything that surrounds us, and even ourselves. So, self-reflection is the engine of personal growth. A journey which we all have a ticket for, if only you are willing to make good use of it. Now, my audience, it is important to remember: with self-reflection, we look at ourselves with interest, curiosity, and inquiry, particularly when exploring our thoughts, behaviors, and emotions. Self-reflection is also the key to success. Now, when we talk about success, I'm not just referring to exclusively to fame and fortune. Success is above all well-being, and it's the ability to be creators of our own happiness in any area of our lives. Now, if any of you listeners are my dream builder or life mastery coaches, then you know what those areas are. We work in the four domains of our life. Vocation, love and relationships, health and well-being, and time and money freedom. According to Daniel Goleman's research, self-reflection is crucial for us to be able to develop an appropriate emotional intelligence. Now, my audience, let me tell you a secret. It is important that you understand what we psychologists define as self-reflective awareness. It is actually a metacognitive ability that we can all train and empower. Yes, that means you have to be able to think and reflect on your own mental and emotional processes in order to understand and master them. Someone with a good capacity for self-reflection is a person capable of managing their impulses. It is someone who plans and who has a satisfactory social conscience, and in turn, they understand that life is a continuous learning process in which we should be receptive to everything that surrounds us. Why is it so important? Because this type of person is capable of establishing a healthy and useful internal dialogue with which they discover their errors. Their shortcomings, insecurities, and unease, in order to heal and grow into a better person day by day. And on the other hand, it is worth remembering what Immanuel Kant once said in his book *The Critique of Pure Reason*. For this Koenigsberg, the philosopher, the exterior that which surrounds us. Is in fact the reflection of our inner self, and so if our inner image is characterized by low self-esteem, rigid thinking, and a non-existent capacity for self-reflection, then all of these negative characteristics will make us see the outside world as oppressive, gray, and with nothing to offer us. Self-reflection is an essential skill for personal growth. Without it, we walk around unconscious. It's like sleepwalking, 
and often reactive to others and even our own selves. Now, if you have ever had an emotional response, or I should say, reaction to something or blurted out words that you later regretted, you can see how self-reflection might help you in choosing more healthy responses and changing behaviors and even thoughts that aren't working well for you, or thoughts and behaviors that are no longer serving you. I dare to say self-reflection skill is so important in order to have good mental health. This should be more than a purpose. It should be a necessity. Developing good self-reflection is a daily objective in which we should invest effort and willpower to awaken our own consciousness so we then can discover that we aren't obliged to constantly please other people and that we have all got a voice and the right tools to be what we want, to live authentically. To achieve this, let us explore the following areas if you are willing. First of all is to deepen your education. Know your family history. In order to get to know ourselves, a good option is investigate our roots. Sometimes a particular style of parenting or a specific type of education determines what we are now and even the way we see ourselves and the world. Next is to understand your needs, motivations, and emotions. Now, human beings have social impulses. We have a need for intimacy, a desire to belong to a certain social group, and to achieve certain objectives. If we understand our motivations, we will also understand many of our emotions. Moreover, we will sometimes discover that many of these desires are simple bonds that don't favor our personal growth at all. Next is to understand our defense mechanisms. Our defense mechanisms are activated when we think our identity is threatened or when we are exposed to some painful information about ourselves. Being aware of what causes these reactions and of what defense strategies we normally use will definitely give us objective information about our deepest fears, shortcomings, insecurities, and needs. If you are interested to know what defense mechanisms you have, do go to my website. I have a list of defense mechanisms posted under freebies. So click on that and you will find it. Now, the fourth area to explore is to delve into your strengths and weaknesses. No doubt people are a compendium of greatness and weaknesses, virtues and defects lights and shadows. So being aware of each of these dimensions and delving into them, it will definitely offer you an essential tool to work on your self-reflection. Next area is a question. What are your purposes in life? A life without purpose is just an existence. Would you not agree? A mind without goals doesn't prosper, isn't happy and lacks motivation and reasons to get up every morning. Let me challenge you a little bit, my audience. Let's make a list of the purposes that define our lives at this present time. 
Let's delve into why they are so important to us and what we are doing to achieve them and make them ours. If you don't want to feel continually frustrated, avoid wishing for things that don't depend on you. Next is to be aware of the cultural and social bubble that surrounds you. Self-reflection has no point or purpose if we don't use it with a critical perspective. So, my audience, let me challenge you again to answer the following questions honestly: How does the society in which I live influence me? Am I a slave to fashion? Am I a slave to modern technology? Do I worry a lot about what people would think of me? Do I prioritize fitting in ahead of following my real desires? Do I value youth more than growth? Last and definitely not least is to create a daily habit of self-reflection. We should set aside at least half an hour a day to practice self-reflection seriously. Let's focus on the important things in life, on our emotional and mental states, on what surrounds us. Let's practice mindfulness. Keep a diary. Go for a walk. Or remain silent for good lengths of time in a quiet place. Yes, similar to meditation. So, in conclusion, my audience, I urge you to make self-reflection a conscious habit, where we dare to be a little more free each day. Let's leave aside superficiality, fears, and the lukewarmness of the comfort zone. Because there is absolutely no growth in the comfort zone, and let's develop a true well-being where we can find ourselves again, without wanting to run away from ourselves. Where we can find that person we have often neglected and whose hand we have let go all too often. Thank you for listening, and until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to practice self-reflection. Bye for now. You can find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www. drbarbarakiao. com. D R B A R B A R A K I A O. dot com. <laughs>